Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, everybody. Mike Woods here, one of the founding members of FMG Suite. Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Today, I'm excited to be speaking with John Lincoln, co-founder and CEO of Ignite Visibility, a full-service digital marketing agency based right here in San Diego. John and I have a wide-ranging discussion, from how to market in a COVID world, to how to become a social media Jedi, to how to make your website the hub of your marketing efforts. While you're listening to the podcast, Call up John's website at ignitevisibility.com on your browser. If you want a crash course in digital marketing, this is the website to use. John and his team have invested countless hours into building a website, so I'd encourage you to check it out. www.ignitevisibility.com. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Spread the word. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Today, I'm excited to be joined by John Lincoln, who's the co-founder and CEO of Ignite Visibility, a full-service digital market agency based here in San Diego. John, thanks for taking time out to speak with me on today's podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Excited to be here. Awesome. Well, it's going to be fun. We're going to, today, we're going to have a wide-ranging discussion. We'll, we'll talk about marketing in a COVID world, uh, but I, I think I've learned in the past three months, I've learned social distancing is a thing. COVID is a thing. Coronavirus. I've learned all sorts of new words. Uh, we're going to talk about those. We're going to go to search engine optimization. We'll do some best practices on social media. So so hang on, financial advisors. This one is going to be a pretty fast pace. Uh, John, before we get, we get started, though, give listeners uh, the elevator pitch for Ignite Visibility. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, you know, excited to be here. Um, I am not a financial advisor, but I, I do have an MBA in finance and I absolutely love that side of things. So I have a ton of respect for what everybody does. Um, I also recently wrote a book on um, uh, forecasting for digital marketing that's uh, really based off of a financial advisor's mindset. So I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm right with everybody. So I've, I've been running Ignite Visibility for seven years now. We started off as a SEO company, but now we offer paid media, manage over 50 million in paid media, email marketing, social media marketing, conversion rate optimization. We're 90 employees, you know, full service digital marketing agency, three time Inc. 5000 company. And the whole, the whole business is really built off of forecasting. So we try to look at the audience size, the click through rate, the conversion rate, the cost per acquisition and the return on investment for any channel that we're going into. And then that allows us to basically plot forecasts and specific goals um, and match specific client goals over a period of time. So um, it's a really exciting time to be in digital marketing. And I myself am like a really enthusiastic uh, digital marketer. I'm studying the news all the time. And it's just it's something I'm super passionate about. So I love jumping on podcasts like this and just trying to figure out ways that I can help people get more out of like this just boundless internet that's out there where there's just so much opportunity if you know the right way to tweak it. Boy, ain't it the truth. Well, I tell you, I spent a a better part of an hour on your website uh, just yesterday uh, and was again on it this morning. Uh, It's ignitevisibility.com. And I would encourage everybody to pull it up while they're listening to this podcast. Uh, There's just a ton of information on there. 
Uh, and uh, John, just the way you think about digital marketing, as far as uh, how it's how you can forecast it, how you can measure it, get a return on it. Um, yeah, I think for many of the advisors listening today, it'd be it'd really be why, uh, very eye opening to them. Yeah, it's a lot of people don't look at it that way, and it, it and it's made me pretty upset in the past because the industry has a couple black eyes for people who don't deliver and things like that. But you know, we represent some huge companies and then some kind of medium sized ones and smaller ones. But now what's so exciting is like, if you're on the paid media side, for example, you could be running ads on Google, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You could be running them on display. You could be running them on programmatic, right? All the different networks out there. And then you can consistently, you know, on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis, see exactly how much it costs you to, do, to, to get a lead from each one of those areas. And you can set up these reliable streams of either e-commerce transactions or leads. And, and if it's not working out well, you can find out exactly where it's broken within the process to fix it. So for me, it's the most exciting time to be in digital marketing because, you know, they used to be a lot different where, you know, everybody was just trying to get ranked in Google for one keyword all day. Now there's so many tools in our tool bag. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, that's, uh, that is fascinating. Boy, I, re I remember looking at your firm, the website, uh, three, four, five years ago. Uh, and I went back, I was just shocked you have 90 employees. So uh, it, it really shows how this part of the business still is growing quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump right in. I want to talk a little bit more about the the uh, the elephant in the room, this uh, thing called COVID-19. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it really has had a wide-ranging uh, impact on uh, the financial services industry. I, 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 I know many reps have really been introduced to uh, the power of Zoom video conferencing. I haven't heard any that have been, uh, uh, I think it's called uh, Zoom Bomb, but uh, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're learning how to work from home. Uh, let's talk about how you're co coaching people to work with, uh, in the co with a COVID digital marketing plan. Uh, I, you know, I see it, it's, it's, uh, it's prominently featured on your website. I'm sure it's a question on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. So, um, you know, so social media right now is, is blowing up more than it's ever in the past. So every social site traffic is up significantly. YouTube in particular is up 15% since this started. It was already the second biggest search engine online. So people are just on there like it, it, you would never believe. And Facebook has grown. TikTok has grown. Um, Twitter has grown. Pinterest has grown. Every single social site has grown. So it's grown so much and there's so much more inventory and all the advertisers have pulled back. Um, although this week and, you know, today's 5-20-2020, this week, um, they're starting to come back. Um, we're actually seeing a pretty big resurgence right now. Um, almost all of our clients have reinstated any paid media accounts they pulled back on. And, um, you know, all of the SEO stuff that went away, you know, 20, 30% is all coming back right now. So I actually think we're going to see a really, really big comeback. But the, the bottom line is that social media and online has just exploded during this period and people have gotten more and more used to it. And so then it becomes, you know, how do you use these things and how do you get the most out of it? Well, posting on social is free and you can get a lot out of it, but you need to have the right strategy, right? So it's really important that you have a customer communication strategy. And that's not generic. You need to be very specific about the way you do it. 
And one of the things I recommend is you survey your customers and you try to get an idea of all their major pain points. What are they afraid of, right? You know, what are they most interested in? Um, you know, what, and just make a checklist of all those items and then tailor your strategy around that. And then you want to use that strategy in all of the subject matter expertise that you're going to be doing. So for me, I am huge in thought leadership. And, um, and, and by that, I mean, asking other people to become thought leaders, especially in, in a financial services industry. You know, I, I, um, I would love to see, you know, the people that I work with, you know, be coming to me proactively in newsletters with, you know, you should be doing this, right? Um, with this is what you should be looking at. You know, I'd love to see those updates on social media. I, I would want my financial advisor to be an expert and be in awe of the content that they're putting out there, getting me excited about doing more trades and wanting to email them and to jump on that. And I can't tell you how big of a lack I see, um, at least for the people um, that I work with, you know, that in, in that industry. And so I, I think there, there's just a lot of opportunity there. So specifically, you know, thinking about what's every channel that your customer is on. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a perfect customer for everybody who's on here. So I'm, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, right? I'm on um, a couple, couple main websites and I'm on Twitter, right? And if you can get a group um, of, you know, prospects and if you can get a group of customers to follow you on there and put out news and customer communication on a consistent basis, you're never going to have any major issues because they're going to know, like, and trust you. They're going to want to buy more. And um, you're going to get them through this and they're going to be confident um, that they're with the right person. Gotcha. Yeah, I think, you know, FMG uh, has a number of tools and a, a great content library that helps the reps get out there with that message. Um, and we encourage reps and not only to put those interesting videos out, uh, the one of the, the video of the month we put out this month talked about the business cycle and how the business cycle came to be. And, um, you know, years ago it was thought, uh, well, this was uh, 200 years ago, it was thought that the business cycle was caused by wars. And, you know, it's, it's over the years, it's become uh, much greater and much more understood. And, you know, as you, as you put a video out like that, it, it shows a lot of your depth and expertise. And we also encourage reps to get out there with uh, their own personalized content as well to have uh, some information that's about them. How do you, as you talk about them being thought leaders and then how do you, how do you coach them to merge in that personal, personal information or, you know, uh, uh, I, I, you know, for lack of a better word, just, you know, that, um, that human interest stories with uh, more of the stories just about the industry and being an expert. So that's, that's always a tricky one. And, um, you know, I love soccer. I love surfing, you know, stuff like that. I could talk about that all day. I mean, it might humanize me a little bit more, but I don't, I, we don't really get a ton of business from it. You know, I have right. a, a million other interests outside of, they're pretty much all uh, soccer, surfing and like CrossFit and workouts. <laughs> sure. Sure. I think a lot of people want to hear that from me. So I, I, I would say, you know, you can talk about the other stuff, but I would say stay on target, you know, I'll, a little bit. I'll give you an example. That's great that you guys provide those resources. And I know you have a fantastic company. Um, big shout out to you guys. Um, but, you know, one thing that, so a couple of weeks ago, you know, or a week ago, crude oil, right, just dipped like crazy, right? Boy, and, I'll say. Yeah. Um, it, and it dipped. And, and today, you know, it's back. It's back. It, it, it rallied huge, right? And I, um, I personally uh, felt like there's zero chance that it's going to stay down forever, right? Of course, I would think most people did, right? But, you know, that particular thing right there, like if, if, 
you know, working with a company like yourself or doing um, some level on your own or whatever you want to, however it's, it's approached, um, you know, creating that, that becomes a marketing campaign for you. So you put out, um, you create a video on it, you know, you can use that same video to, uh, you know, write an article on it or um, to create a podcast on it. You share it around all the profiles. You've got interest from everybody out there. You know, sometimes it can even get picked up um, by local media or national media. So I just think it's it's about either on a weekly or a biweekly or a monthly basis, having some of that thought leadership coming out. And then there's different regulations, of course, with every company, but advertising is so cheap right now. So if you made a YouTube video, you know, for, for literally $300, you could probably get in front of 10,000 people to get your opinion on it. And that's definitely going to get some business coming in for you. Gotcha. Boy, that's, uh, that's exciting stuff because that, uh, um, over the past three months, uh, it's what, what day is it? Because there is a, there's a news story associated with every day. Uh, uh, crude oil yeah. went, they, they were, uh, uh, I, I was joking about when uh, crude oil was down below it, uh, it was went to negative 40 a barrel. Uh, so they, uh, and there's no charge for delivery. So you could have, uh, you could have gotten your crude oil delivered. They'd give you forty bucks, and then you have it in your garage. But uh, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a very interesting time. John, as you look around, as you see, uh, I, I want to go to kind of more what temporary changes you see now with the with the COVID nineteen, and what temporary ones are going to become more permanent. What what are you seeing kind of as temporary strategies that are employed here, and uh, how do you see some of them evolving into more permanent strategies in years to come? Sure. So I think that the a temporary strategy is, um, you know, everybody came out and they said, we're here with you. We're, we're, we're sorry for you. You know, we're here for you in this trying time. And um, I think that's temporary. I think the conversations moved past that. You know, everybody in marketing came out with an ad about, you know, how we're here for you and, and good job and stuff like that. You know, now I think it's changing. Now it's, it's you know, people are, it, it's been a little while. Things are starting to open up a little bit in San Diego and other places. And, and you know, we working with, you know, 150 clients, some national or international clients, you know, I'm seeing, you know, um, Google Analytics accounts all over the place um, on the state level that are starting to get lots of traffic and lots of sales. And, and that's basically based off of the regulations being lifted on the state level. Mm-hmm. So I think that the conversation's changing and now people want more actionable, right? They want to start making deals again. They want to, they want to start um, at least, you know, doing okay and then start thriving again, you know, in this environment, you know, in, in any time of change, you know, there's, there's always winners. So you've, you've got to think about, you know, how can you win in this new environment and you've got to, you know, show your clients how to get there. You know, how do you, how do you win in this new area? And um, so I think it's all about action now, and it's all about strategic planning, and it's all about helping the client visualize, look, this is what we're going to do over the next three to six months. This is how we're going to get through this. Yeah, you might take a loss here, but, you know, we're going to sunk cost. We're going to move it over here um, and so on and so forth. And, and they need that confidence. So, you know, for me, a lot of times when there's uncertainty, what I like to do is create a six, three or six month plan. And I like it to be something that is personalized to our clients or to an individual. And I like to show them exactly what their future is going to look like and build it all around their goals. And I just feel like now we've gotten to this point where, you know, we've in a way kind of hit bottom 
And um, I think we're going to start kind of chipping out of it a little bit here and there. And it's going to be a slow recovery with a couple bumps in the road. But if you can just talk, have that conversation and talk somebody through that and then message that within all your social and your advertising, then you're not going to get, you know, panic calls. You're not going to be dealing with so much of, you know, these kind of crazy reactions. So I, I would coach people to think about that, you know, paint more of the long-term picture and, um, and just kind of keep messaging that in, in your communication. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. You know, I, uh, um, I talked to an advisor, oh, I want to say about, uh, about two to, I, I'd say eight to 10 weeks ago. And he, he was very passionate about saying that, you don't want to be the person at this time that calls up and asks for business. You want to be the person that calls up and says, how are you doing? How do you feel? Uh, is there anything I can do? But, uh, but you're, you're right. The time for that is now past. Now people are looking for, okay, well, they see the stock market doing better. They see corporate bond uh, interest rates going up. They're, they're looking for more of an action plan. So uh, reps that are listening to this, it's time to, time to switch gears. Uh, uh, you've got, you've got John's blessing. And really at the end of the day, I, I, I think it's, uh, it is time because, uh, people, uh, I, th th there's a real thing called COVID fatigue. I do think people are just getting tired of all this, uh, uh, being locked down and being told what they can't do. People want to now be on the side of what they can do. Yeah. It's now's the time. I mean, for me, I think it's, it's the time to start talking growth again. And you're right, you know, three weeks ago, it was that conversation, you know, we had, um, we had some clients who actually did better because we work in so many different industries, some that stayed the same, and then a large amount that were impacted, a small amount that were very significantly impacted. And um, I worked with many of them personally, some of them, you know, our head of customer success did, but you know, we, we communicated with all the clients, we were there, you know, we helped them all through all that. And now um, they're coming back to us and they're saying, you know, how, okay, we're, you know, things are opening back up. Let's go. Right. How do we grow? How do we, how do we thrive in this environment? So that's, that's the conversation now. And it's a, it's a good place to be for them. It's a good place to be for you. And so I think, you know, knowing how you want to deal with that conversation and, and plotting exactly what, what, what your roadmap is going to be there. And then I think it'd even be good now you know, to proactively set up those meetings, you know, no, no reason to hide um, for us at least. And I don't think for, for anybody here either, you know, you know, start picking up the phone, get them on, get them on the phone. And, uh, and I think, um, you know, and then in general, you know, just getting in place that whole digital marketing strategy to follow. And we can talk more about the specifics on that side. Sure. Too. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I would encourage everyone listening today to check out uh, your website, the ignitevisibility.com, ignitevisibility.com. Uh, I was on there yesterday and you've got a number of videos and I, I got watching one that was an hour long and I, I got about 15, 20 minutes into it and was just a great amount of information coming through it. So uh, uh, people who are listening, grab a cup of coffee. Uh, you might need to because uh, uh, there's a lot of great information on that site. I, I you know, I, I work with uh, a, a number of people who are who are marketing experts and put material together and have websites. But this uh, Ignite Visibility, very robust with a lot of great info. So, John, awesome site there. Um, hey, I wanted to talk about uh, what do you find w with uh, with these 
financial professionals or really any small business owner, what do, what do they really struggle with when it comes to digital marketing? What are their kind of what are their pain points? What don't they what don't they get? What don't they understand? So the biggest thing I think is um, they don't understand how to. It's all about educating yourself um, and finding the places to do that, taking that information and turning it into content that you can use for yourself, distributing it to where your customers are on a consistent basis, and then um, finding what's the best content and then advertising it. And, and the biggest thing that they generally have issues with is um, it's kind of a lot of that because usually it's not their job. Right. You know, right. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they just, it's just not their job. You know, they, they've got a whole other set of things to think about. Obviously markets, securities, bonds, all that stuff is, oh, um, yeah. it's full time. It's intense. It's a, uh, it's great. It's, I, I love that stuff in so many ways and I have so much respect for them. Um, but, you know, so the first book I wrote was called uh, digital influencer and it teaches you how to become an influencer in your space. And so I think, the main things and takeaways from that long book that I would give you is that when you follow the biggest news outlets out there, which hopefully everybody does, the, the main thing you want to do is kind of figure out and look for the top stories and the things that are the most interesting to you. And then when you see something and you kind of have a thought on that, you know, write it down, you know, put that into, I use color note on my phone. I'll just put color note, write down ideas. And then when you get some time, um, what I like to do is I'll just go to a whiteboard, I'll write down five bullet points and then um, set up my phone. And uh, anybody who's got a phone can shoot a video now and, and do a great job, whether you have an iPhone or a Pixel and uh, and then just record that and, uh, and, you know, do one take. And then you have the option to, you know, send it to a video editor or just use it raw. But by doing that and then just posting that all around, um, you know, if you just keep doing that over time, the first few months will feel weird. The first year will feel a little less weird. The second year, you'll start really enjoying it. The third year, you'll be a huge player in your space and much bigger than you were. And everybody in your network is going to know you for what you do. And you're going to have more business. Um, so that's that process is hard to get going. And I think the, the but probably the hardest part and the thing that that really people fall short on is is they never take the time to actually learn how to run advertising themselves because that that is, is something I would be kind of like lying to you if I said, oh, anybody can pick it up really fast and do it. It's it's really um, like to run ads on Facebook. Yeah, they have the promoted post and anybody could do that because that's just clicking a button. So that's pretty easy. But the more advanced stuff, once you start spending thousands or tens of thousands or more a month, um, it gets really complicated and there's all these different things you need to think about like, how much you're saturating your audience, where you're running the ads, um, you know, who your audience is, uh, how many times and, and, and what sequence you're sending the, the different types of ads. And so with any advertising platform, it's the content, it's how much you're hitting somebody with the content, it's the different ads you have, it's the sequence of ads that you have, and then it's building remarketing audiences. So you basically, you show them one thing, that's the first thing, we call that upper funnel, then you show them kind of a couple more things. We call that mid or middle funnel. And then we, at the bottom, you show them kind of like a call to action, like sign up now, you know, reach out to me and that's bottom funnel. And then once they sign up and they're, they're a client, then there's remarketing or retargeting. And that is kind of post funnel. But once it becomes a totally mature campaign, 
you want to have all those different levels running on every single network that you're on. And, and that is, um, it's pretty hard to manage. I actually have always done most of it, um, the large majority of myself for Ignite, because I like to make sure I still um, have the skills and I can kind of speak to things on a granular level. But um, it takes a lot of time. So I think time management's a, a huge issue. Um, you know, especially when you're busy with other stuff. So it's good to get help um, once once you get past kind of like those initial phases. So, Yeah, that's the feedback FMG gets. And that's, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we've, uh, uh, part of our Elevate package, we're moving more into that because we find that reps are just, you know, they're, they're outgunned. They just, uh, they have great intentions. But uh, as you mentioned, they've got much more, they're focused more on their clients or client acquisition how they're approaching the, the regulatory environment. They've got a number of um, they've got a number of demands on their time, and this is something that really can be uh, outsourced quite simply. I would say it can be, and you can't be an expert at everything. I mean, I I'm I love you know investing. I absolutely do, but you know I I would like to work with one of you guys to do that, right? Or or my guys, right? Sure. right? And right. so, you know, maybe you love digital marketing and you really enjoy YouTube and maybe you got some skills, right? But probably never going to be as good as me because I, I study it all day, every single day. You know? right, so it's, right. it's great yeah. to get help and, um, and all that. And I just think people need to realize it is a very, very advanced um, skill set with a lot to it. And with all the tech now and like the ways that the different things talk to each other, um, you can... Um, it's definitely become, for me, it's really interesting. It's like, you know, you can run an entire business online now, a hundred percent. So it's, right. um, it's sure. there's a lot to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, um, uh, I've, I've waded into it a couple of times and it seems like the, you get a little bit of knowledge and then you find out that, oh my gosh, there's so much more there. Um, you know, for many reps, John, one of the things they do is they they have their they have put they get a website up they get it running they kind of treat it like a piece of artwork it's on the wall it doesn't really change too much um, they use it uh, they have it there for so their clients can gain access to their accounts what what are they missing by not investing in a website and putting individual content like you're talking about making it much more robust robust feature they're missing quite a bit you know so our site you know, just the Ignite site. And we work with lots and lots of different sites. And I still work on a couple of our top accounts, you know. So we've grown some some clients to millions of visitors a month. Our ourselves, you know, on just the Ignite site, you know, it's 200,000 visitors a month just on the website. Um, my LinkedIn uh, account probably gets in front of um, probably 100,000 people a week. Our YouTube is 400,000 people a month. Uh, Twitter is, uh, you know, I, I would say the reach there is probably half a million a month and, um, and all that, right? Instagram is probably like 100,000 people a month see stuff there. And then Facebook, I think, is probably a little bit less for us um, just because we haven't focused as much on it. So, you know, what, what that, what, you know, that's how we became, you know, a three times 5,000 company is just continuing to scale and scale and scale. So, you know, they're missing a lot. And I just think the main thing you got to commit to is just putting in, if you could just do an hour or two a week and block out some time, you know, and then, and then get the process down, you know, it's very simple. So specifically what I would recommend 
either a video or an article every week. You post that as a blog post, right? That blog post then gets shared to Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and then you can also do Instagram uh, as part of the advertising there. You know, you do 50 bucks, 100 bucks for your promoted post. You know, you advertise that to um, people who um, are within the area that you, you want. Um, you also post, um, you know, that video to YouTube. You can target people at a certain income level because I'm sure that that's important inside of the uh, location that you want to do business. Maybe it's San Diego, you know, maybe it's uh, Los Angeles. And, um, you know, you just kind of consistently, consistently do that and consistently grow. And then the last thing, I, I really feel like it's very important to do consistent email marketing as well. So there's a couple things you can do there. One, you can set up a feed straight from your blog and that feed would just make it so it's automatic. And you could also just set up the feed from your blog so that it updates to all those places I just mentioned automatically if you're really busy, but it's, it's better if you do it manually, but you basically um, can set it up through MailChimp. You know, you send out a newsletter once a week, um, a couple times a week. And then um, you put an email capture also on your website so that you can, can always grow your list. So we get about 50 to 100 email addresses a day. And, um, you know, that's that's pretty good because that just turns into people who are just following our stuff and getting sure. the digital marketing news that I put out there a couple times a week. And then they just come in as leads. So for for you um, and financial advisors be a great thing to do, too. So, you know, you can set up a pop up. Um, with uh, either a tool you guys provide or yeah, there's uh, other tools um, like uh, Optin Monster or Sumo. And what that does is um, it'll be a pop-up and you get have something like get the latest financial news every week, you know, stay ahead of the curve. You know, you've got a, a two or 3% opt-in rate there. You're growing your list and, and you're just growing your audience over time. And so, you know, it's just great stuff. And, you know, a final thing I would say is you know, once you have enough blogs and, and you've got enough content and you've got a couple like five or 10 pieces that you think are really great, it's a good idea to create a welcome series. So if somebody signs up for your email for the first time, you know, over the course of three or four weeks, you know, they get a, a, some automated educational courses that go out to them and you can kind of keep an eye on who's opening those and they can turn into prospects and things like that. Sure. I, you know, uh, all of the stuff you talked about there is available on FMG's platform. FMG's got the blog. FMG's got the ability to uh, write the blog, submit it to compliance. We now have uh, the ability to where you can upload a video. We'd always encourage you if you're going to do a video to run that by compliance before the script before you would record the video. Uh, it, it's it's always the best process like that. But you know we've got the automated campaigns. When someone does join the list, you can trigger a campaign that will send some material out. So it's it's within their reach, John. I guess it's just you know it's just uh, uh, I I think you know for some financial advisors it's a little bit daunting but gosh you know you just uh like you said it you just just take that first step write that first one write another one yeah i think um you know one of the things i i always say is you know the hardest thing for me was the decision that i made to put myself out there um and i don't know that people maybe have issues with that on the financial advisor side i mean most people are pretty pretty good at that in that type of industry but um, you know, maybe it's more of a time commitment thing, but I, I've personally stayed committed to it. It's been very fulfilling because I've been able to help a lot of people through my skill set and, and grow a business. So I, I would just say, hey, you know, do, give it a shot, everybody, you know, block off an hour and a half. Maybe it's, it's good at the beginning of the week to do it, too, before you get into kind of all the madness of, um, 
you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I like to do it first thing Monday or late Friday. I think, you know, the, the timing of that's pretty important too, but um, yeah, get, use FMG Suite. That sounds like they've got everything you need, so you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, what you talk about there too is, I mean, the uh, growing email list is one of the, is the holy grail for a financial advisor. And what you, you're laying out the roadmap to how to do it. Uh, you have to have content there that's interesting. You've got to reach out. You've got to connect through your social posts. You've got to become a little bit of a, a Jedi in how to use the, um, the the paid advertising. But again, I, I think that's all very manageable. And it sounds like something that uh, uh, you just really got to want to. You got to yeah. want to. Yeah. And, you know, I've worked with... Um two of the largest banks in the world, and then um, a bunch of local credit unions. And I wanted to mention two other things that have worked really well. So one of the things um, is uh, industry studies. So industry studies are great. And there's a bunch of tools out there. So you can actually do your own industry study. One of them is uh, Servata and then um, SurveyMonkey. And you could you know, you could interview a thousand people and, uh, you know, you can get an industry study done and you can make that the download that people will get if they enter your email list. So it's like, you know, learn what 10,000 think people think is going to happen with the market, you know, who live in San Diego, you, you know, based off of COVID or something like that. And, uh, and then that really ups your email opt-in rates. Sure. And then the other thing I would have, that's a huge tip for everybody. And, um, Local optimization is absolutely huge. And I'm sure, you know, um, you'll speak to this a little bit, but for me, what I like to do is if I Google financial advisor, San Diego or SEO company, San Diego, which is what we do or PPC company. So I like to make sure that I'm the person who shows up in the Google ads. Um, I like to make sure I'm the person who shows up in the maps. I like to make sure I'm the first person who shows up on all the review sites and directories. So Yelp, everybody who's reviewing us. And I like to make sure I'm the person who shows up um, in any articles that are written that are on that page. And I like to show up um, obviously as somebody who's ranking in that page. So if you can get that real estate in, in Google right there and at anywhere you can't show up organically without paying, you know, it's, there's no reason not to fork out the money and pay it because it'll pay for itself. That's going to make it so you can really dominate your market. So I would just encourage everybody to kind of work towards that, to own that, that landscape. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good advice. Hey, uh, John, we're, we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask you one more question. You know, as, I, as I was popping around your, uh, your website, part of your firm's mission is to give back. Uh, and you've got a couple of organizations that you support. And I know this is an area that many financial advisors would like to explore, but they really don't know how to get started. Give us an idea of how your firm started and how the firms you work with and uh, how that all evolved. Yeah. So Google My Business, um, and everybody should be on Google My Business if they're not, but they actually just came out with a new feature last week that allows people to uh, see what organizations you donate to and donate actually through your, your page on some level. But what my company has done is we have a, over you know the years, we've done a, a series of different searches for companies that we wanted to partner with so that we could do pro bono work. And so that we could get back. So we're, we're a mission driven organization. And I feel like that's really important. So all the work that we do, you know, everything that we do um, and all the profits that we make, we use to reinvest in client success. So more tools for clients, employee success, so more education, more money for employees and then the community. 
and the community's not last. The community might actually be first. I'm from San Diego. I care just a ton about this city, um, being a local and, um, you know, working for business magazines and, and all that. So what we've done is um, we set up an app called through WooBox. Um, WooBox is an app that allows you to run um, contests or just collect data. And we asked everybody to submit um, who would like to get, you know, pro bono charity work just to see who was interested. Then we had the entire company vote on it and uh, decided who we're going to work with. And we've done that, you know, a few different times. And we've ended up working with two great organizations. So one is Pedal the Cause, which is a bike race fundraiser that helps kids who have cancer. And uh, obviously cancer's impacted everybody. And it's just one of the uh, most devastating things out there. So, you know, it gives me the motivation every day to show up and, 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 and help people doing things like this. And then also if, you know, we grow, we, we get to um, help more people who are hurting and in a tough place right now. And then the second one is Reality Changers, which is a program that helps underprivileged kids you know, these kids who have nothing, you know, they, they're in these poverty stricken areas. They don't have the, the, all the great things that a lot of people grow up with and it helps them get into college and helps them get a great education. So, um, you know, it's nice when an organization can lean on and fall back on, you know, the why behind it. And for me, it's, yeah, I love helping people grow their business and make money and provide for their families, but it's nice when at the end of the day too, if we do that and we're successful, we also get to help other companies and um, other organizations. So that's kind of our, our story there. Ah, it's great stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's an area that uh, some financial advisors have uh, really picked up on. Others, it, like I said, they want to embrace it, but boy, there's just so much, a, a tremendous benefit from the organization's perspective. And uh, really, uh, there's, there's many avenues that the advisor can uh, come up with on that. So I appreciate you running us down that uh, path because it was, uh, it's something that I know uh, our, our listeners will have a great uh, interest in. John, thanks so much for taking time out today. Uh, appreciate you giving us uh, all the insights uh, that you have. Um, uh, as I mentioned before, and I'll mention one more time, go to the nightvisibility.com if you really want to have your uh, your socks blown off on about all of the stuff that can be done as a digital marketing firm. It will really open your eyes. It'll give you just a ton of different ideas that you want to pursue. So uh, it's a great site. John, thanks for a great podcast. And uh, uh, th that's it. We'll sign off. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Um, last thing I'd say, if you really are into um, digital marketing and want to learn more about all the stuff I talked about, I just released a new book like two weeks ago. It's called The Forecaster Method. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon and uh, just had to get that plug in there. But Mike, thanks oh, for perfect. having me and uh, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Market Emotion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.